Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to In the Kitchen with Courtney and Carrie. This is Sunday, March 27, 2022, and tonight Carrie will be walking us through the steps on cooking tomato soup and a mandarin orange salad. Just a few reminders, we are being streamed on ACB Media, so thank you, Mr. Jeff Bishop, for doing that this evening, and thank you all for coming. Um, Just remember to keep this room safe, welcoming, and respectful. If you would like to contact Carrie or myself, you can reach us by sending an email to acbcrafters at gmail, not crafters, I am so sorry, uh, acbcooks at gmail.com. Or if you would like to join our listserv where you will receive the recipes each week, you can send an email to ACB Cooks plus sign subscribe at groups.io. Again, that email address is ACB Cooks, the plus sign plus subscribe at groups.io. And I am going to turn it over to our host, Miss Danette. She'll give the commands for raising hands and muting. And then we'll turn it over to Carrie. So thank you, Danette, for hosting tonight. Thank you, Courtney. So to on the PC to raise your hand, it's Alt-Y. To mute and unmute, it's Alt-A. On the Mac, it's to mute and unmute, it's Command-Shift-A. To raise your hand, it's Alt-Y. <clears throat> on the iPhone, it's in the lower right-hand corner. You'll find the more button, double tab on that, and you'll find the raised hand to mute and unmute. It's in the lower left-hand corner on your iPhone. And on the landline, it's to raise your hand, it's star nine. And to mute and unmute, it's star six. Take it away, Carrie. Well, welcome, everybody, and thank you for joining us tonight. So I am back in my kitchen, but... Um, I have invited Jennifer and Greg back. They were with us last week. Greg went over meatballs in the Instapot, and that was quite a hit. And so now Jennifer is going to one-up him, I think. And we're going to do a tomato basil soup. And we're also going to do a mandarin orange salad. And so what we're going to do first is we're going to make the tomato soup, because it's going to take a little bit to get that going and to get everything properly incorporated for a good smooth soup. So I'm gonna have Jennifer real quick, just kind of go through those ingredients that we're gonna use. Okay, this actually is a tomato soup, but it is a copycat. If anybody has ever been to La Madeline's, I know it's down um, in Texas area. I don't believe it's in Pennsylvania. So some of you may have heard of it. Um, We're gonna start off with, um, do you want me to go through the? The ingredients, or do you yeah, want to make go ahead and go okay. through the ingredients? You need um, four cups of tomatoes. Um, you can use fresh tomatoes. We are actually using canned tomatoes because we felt that the tomatoes really weren't in season um, right now. Or um, you can use, um, like I said, regular tomatoes, or we're going to use the cans. Um, you also need either you can use four cups of tomato juice. Or what we're going to do tonight is we're going to use two cups chicken broth and two cups tomato juice. Now, if you wanted to make it vegetarian, you could use vegetable stock. Um, We're also going to use, um, you can use um, fresh basil, 
but tonight we're going to use um, the dried. If you use the fresh basil, you have to puree that. Um, then we're going to also use a heavy cream. Um, if you wanted to go a little bit lighter, you can use half and half for evaporated milk. We're also going to use um, eight tablespoons of <laughs> unsalted butter and salt and pepper to taste. So basically, Jennifer, there's no calories or fat in this recipe, right? No. no. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. So let's get started, Jen. We have a pot. Um, okay. So just for full disclosure, in my old home, I had gas stove, gas range. So in my new place, I have a flat top. And so it's electric. So this is different for me. It's been a learning curve to go to an electric from gas. So what we're going to do is we're going to get this pot on the stove here. Yeah, there we go. And then we're going to set our temperature at what temperature do we set this at, Jen? I'm going to just do medium because like Carrie, I, I haven't worked with an electric stove in probably 12 years now. So we're going we're gonna to do this together. So, um, so we're going to start with the two cans of um, tomatoes. And we actually went with the petite. It does call for just whole tomatoes. But I don't know, I just get a little bit scared with a whole tomato, like it's not going to break down properly. So we are going to use two cans petite. Okay. Okay, so we just poured those right in. And most of these cans nowadays come with that pull tab. So these are real easy to open nowadays. This is awesome. Okay, so we have two cans of the, of the petite dice tomatoes in there. And now we're going in for the tomato juice. Yes. Um, I actually, I had to buy a, like a six pack of tomato juice. Carrie and I could not find like the individual cans. I don't know if you guys remember, like you could buy peach or apricot or any type of juice, but Walmart did not have that. So we bought the little six pack or you had to buy a huge container, which we never would have used. So Carrie just put the two um, cans of tomato juice in. Right. She's going to add in the two cups of chicken broth. Okay. And then we'll just stir that around. It does not say to boil it, um, but we're just going to see if we can get it to a real quick boil. And while we're waiting on that, and that's it for now, because we're gonna let that, once it comes to a boil, we're gonna turn it down and let that simmer for 30 minutes to break everything down. Okay, so do we need to start echo at 30 minutes or anything, Jim? I'm gonna wait a minute just because, like I said, we're, we're deviating a little bit from the recipe because it doesn't say to boil. So I'm just gonna see if we have a little bit of bubbles. Okay. And then we'll go from there. So while we're waiting on that, Carrie's going to go ahead and we're going to start the mandarin salad. And I don't Carrie, know if <clears throat> Carrie, are you taking hands at a certain point or what? Yes, we will. Okay. So okay. what we'll do is why don't we take some hands now before we start the almonds? Okay. <clears throat> Tori, you can unmute. <clears throat> um, I just wanted to say I've had some experience with cooking on um, the hob with Atlantic Electric and medium um, is a good one to start on, but keep a close eye on it because it will get up to heat pretty quick and start boiling pretty quick. Yes, that's a good point, Kotori. Thank you so much for sharing with that. Okay. Kalando, you're next. You can unmute. Yes, uh, I 
was I gonna ask? Um, once we get this um, dinner all prepared, are we each gonna get a? It would take. I'm. I'm not sure if I understood your question, but from start to finish with everything should take about forty five minutes. I, it sounds like Calandra maybe had some technical. Yeah, I was trying to. I was trying to get the question out before I got muted. Are we going to get a chance to sample it after we make this good old dish? Well, once you make it, Calandra, it is yours. So when you make it, you're going to have a nice dinner, and this will serve you about four meals, to be honest, on an individual person. Oh, okay. Well. Thank you very much. Thank you, Calandra. And it's not quite boiling right now, but um, we actually can hear it making some noise. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it down and we'll set echo for 30 minutes. And while we wait the 30 minutes, Carrie's going to make the salad. <laughs> and for those of you that were with us last week, I was saying this was the very first salad that I made my husband. 20 years ago, and we kept the recipe that whole time. And I introduced it to Carrie, and she too fell in love with it. Danette, are there any other hands before we get started on this next step? Not right now. No. Okay. Perfect. Okay. No. So, in a small pan or frying pan, like almost like an omelet size pan, I've added um, almonds and sugar. Now I have doubled this recipe because um, as you'll find out later on the romaine lettuce, I bought the three pack instead of the individual. So I'll be making this salad later on this week when I finish up tonight's salad, but I'm going to go ahead and get the almonds already made. So I doubled it. So we put in six teaspoons of sugar and then what was it a full cup? We put in, yes, one cup of almonds and six teaspoons sugar. Right. So now this is going to be, like I said, you want to use a non-stick skillet for this because the sugar does melt. And so what you're doing is basically candying the almonds. And I will tell you this process, if you turn your back, you're going to burn this. Yes. <laughs> it goes very, very quick. So what's going to happen is as the heat, comes through the pan it's going to melt that sugar and it's just going to slightly coat those almonds now this if even if you don't like a salad this part is great for snacking if you have a sweet tooth but you want to you know keep it somewhat healthy this is a great little snack these little candied um, almond slivers um on the almond slivers i would all i would use the slivers i would not use whole almonds no. and i would not use the crushed almonds because I think that, that just would not hold the sugar well at all. I've never deviated from that part of it. Have you, Jen? I have not. And I just, I just couldn't imagine using another type other than slivered. But just as you're making it, just keep moving the almonds around. Um, just don't stop doing that. Definitely. And so this process takes, what, about three to four minutes? I'd say maybe closer to four. Four. Okay. So that's what we're working on now. So I guess maybe if you want, while we're waiting for the almonds, um, maybe if anybody can tell me what, what's their favorite side with their tomato um, soup. 
What do you like to go with the tomato soup? Well, I'll start that off. I'm a grilled cheese lover. <laughs> I was going to say grilled cheese. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So anybody out there in the, um, in the raise hands, you can raise your hands and tell us what your favorite side to go with tomato soup is. So, Danette, has anybody raised their hand on that? Kalandra, yes, you can unmute Kalandra. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I don't want to take over, but I have so many favorite sides. If I cannot have grilled cheese or anything like that, I would also, I would always like crackers or, you know, something on the side to go with that or uh french fried potatoes or something like that to go with it <laughs> there you go girl i like yeah. it i like that thinking outside the box mm -hmm. yeah. yeah what about any toppings for it what does everybody like on their toppings right tori also has her hand raised yes tori um over here, we tend to just have bread. I had actually, until I started having a lot more to do with people um, in the States, I hadn't actually heard of having anything other than just bread with your soup. Um, nice. So we've we've but, never had um, anything like grilled cheese or crackers or anything like that. That's actually fairly new to me. That. But see, Tori, isn't that the great thing about this um, ACB community where we have people all over the world and we can share our different, you know, cuisines and, and um, adventures and, you know, just expand everybody's palates. Was that Absolutely. like a hard bread or was it like your soft breads that you use? Like, was it toasted or... Um, usually not toasted, although like some people will have it toasted, but nine times out of ten, just literally just bread, just like you would for a sandwich kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Thank but, you. But well, sometimes buttered, sometimes not. Uh -huh. That's perfect. Yeah. Okay, so um, before the next hand, I'm just going to say the smell of the almonds are really coming through. You you can smell the almond mixing with that sugar. So at that point, you really kind of really want to watch and make sure you don't get to that burn point. Yeah, and I think we are almost we are almost here. I actually I turned the stove down a little bit. Like I said, I'm not used to working with the electric, so um, but we're doing good. No, no burning. So we don't have to call Joe way in, in yet. <laughs> okay, are there any more raised hands? Yes, Jill is next. You can unmute Jill. Hi, Jill. Hi, Terry. Um, I like garlic bread, or I'll put some Ooh. croutons in the soup, like whatever oh. flavor I have of croutons. I, and then I was thinking like, about the croutons when we were shopping. Yeah. I should have bought them. Darn it, Jill, you should have been with us. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm done. I just, I think I'm done with the almonds. I'm just scared I don't want to burn them. So I think we're, we're good. As long as you, like I said, we, we did it about four minutes um, on medium. So that should, should be good. Perfect. Okay, so we're just going to set those aside for now, right? Oh, I got an almond on the stove burning. Yeah, but I can smell that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Danette, do we have any other hands? No. Okay. All right, so to start off with the salad, we did the almonds first because, one, we want them to cool down before we put them on the salad. 
So that's why we went ahead and candied them first, okay? So now we're gonna switch over here and we're gonna go into the actual salad part of it. So the recipe calls for a half a head of romaine and a half a head of iceberg lettuce. Now, Jennifer, when we were doing this, she said, are you gonna use a salad spinner? And I said, oh, well, that's too fancy for me because I grew up with washing it and putting it in a towel and squeezing it. So I think Jennifer, you use a salad spinner, right? At times. Yeah, but I grew up like you. My, honestly, sometimes I wonder if my mother even washed it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's very important to wash your lettuce. I will be honest with you. I know a lot of older folks yep. try to skip on things and we just have to, you know, we have to just say bless their little hearts. Yep. So if you do the towel method, what you're going to do is you're going to rinse your salad, your lettuce and your romaine lettuce underneath cold water and kind of give it a little shake and then wrap it up in a towel. But the funny thing is, Jen and I were talking about the lettuce and she said, which way do you do it? And I said, I do it pounding it on the counter to get the little core out. And I think that's the same method Jennifer used. Yep. <laughs> so you find the core, which is going to be the hard part. And you, and you, you, I don't want to say you don't slam it. I say slam. I, I don't mean, you know, knocking out the granite on your countertop. But if you give it a good push down, you'll feel it give. And then from there, you can put your fingers around the core and kind of twist it and pull it out. And that's really about all you need to do with the core of it. So since we have a, since we're using half a head of lettuce, um, the lighthouse here in Fort Worth was um, very gracious and they gave me a lettuce knife. And so we cut the lettuce with the lettuce knife and that prevents, and it's plastic, but it's sharp, but it's not sharp where it cuts your fingers. And it also doesn't, give that um, that browning effect that sometimes metal does to um, lettuce, okay? So Jen and I have, we have cut the lettuce in half, the head, head of lettuce in half, and we have also cut the romaine in big chunks, correct? And the, what I do with my romaine is I don't like that middle piece. I don't know what it's called. It goes down straight down it. So I cut on both sides on the romaine. I just took that out and then tossed that middle piece of the romaine lettuce. So here in Carrie's kitchen, we do the tear method on the lettuce. And if you are a chopper, that's perfectly fine. I mean, again, once you, you know, you make your salad, you, you, you do it. You do it your way. You do it the way you grew up. Do it the way your mama taught you. You do whatever you want. Um, so I'm just going to tear up the head of lettuce first because that usually is the bulkier part of it. And then we'll dive right into the romaine lettuce. And while Karen's doing that, I just wanted to let everybody know we're also going to have um, celery, onions, and mandarin oranges. Um, I personally like to layer that. So I just wanted to say that before you, we got all the lettuce in the bowl. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> see, and so, you know, like Jennifer was saying earlier, um, Jennifer made this salad for us. Um, there's a, a group of us that we hang out by the pool during the summertime and she made the salad and I fell in love with it. And then I found out how easy it was and I really fell in love with it. And then we've, we've made it for different events and it's, um, you know, it's, it's a great little salad, either winter or, you know, summer. I mean, it doesn't matter. You know, you can, it's not, you know, I hate when people pigeonhole food into certain seasons, you know. 
Okay, so now you want me to layer this, right? So I've got I got some. Yeah, put some. We have um, one cup of chopped celery. Um, one thing Carrie found out that I did tonight with my celery was I actually peel my celery. Um, Carrie said she she doesn't. I've never heard of that. I was so excited. Because <laughs> I don't like all this string on it. And it no, but how like did you peel out. it though? Well, just with uh, your potato peeler. And so you just get all the extra fiber, mm -hmm. the, the stringy part off. Right. What you're just doing. take a, the top layer off. Yep. That's a good idea. I, you know. You want some of the celery? Yeah, we'll put some of the celery. Okay, so I've got, the, I've got a good thing of lettuce on the, or iceberg on the bottom. I have romaine on the top. And now I'm going to take a little bit of the celery and sprinkle it on. Like you said, that is um, one cup um, celery. And then the green onions, we're going to need their two whole green onions. Okay, so. Okay, now Jennifer, uh, again, taught me a different way to do the green onions. So um, I usually just take off the hairy part and just chop right on up. But neither one of us really like the strong onion flavor. So what Jen taught me is a technique where she cuts it vertically. Yes, and not all the way through. Like scoring. You yes. See? And then um, and then sideways. Just so you get the finer chop of it. And that's and then we have some, we use a, the can of mandarin oranges, and it's 11 ounce can um, drained. Um, and that do not put the onions or the um, almonds on until you're ready to serve it. Oh, sorry, Jen. sorry. I'm, I'm already hungry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and especially with the dressing, um, because you always want some leftovers, but with this, if you have the dressing on it, you won't be able to, to eat it the next day unless you want to add some more lettuce because the lettuce will get soggy from the dressing. Well, I'm a dressing on the side kind of girl anyway. Yep, so that will work perfect. And also when we make the salad dressing, which um, I love it because it's homemade, it does not come out of the bottle, which means I get to control the sugar. I get to control the salt. If I want to heat it up, I can do that. If I don't want heat, I can Mm -hmm. You know, I, it's my choice. And that's one thing I love about homemade salad dressing so much. Um, but I went ahead tonight and I went ahead and doubled the recipe because again, when I bought the, when we bought the romaine lettuce, we bought the three pack. So I'll be making the salad quite a bit this week and having it for, you know, a lunch. Um, this is the perfect time of the year down here in Texas to do this kind of meal of what do you call a soup and salad meal? Yep. Because like today, I think it got what, 82 or it's 90, 90, it's 90. 92 right now at, at oh. 630, almost 630 here. And it's still 92 degrees. But then tomorrow, um, plus Texas weather, we're going to have a cold front come in. So the tomato soup is going to be awesome to have it as something warm, you know, so we're kind of in that season of it can't make up its mind if it wants to be spring, summer, you know, for us Texans, we call it winter. I know you people up north are laughing at us right now. But, um, you know, it's it's just nice to have that variety. You know, I think so many times we get stuck on the soup and sandwich. Mm -hmm. And um, But for me, I will eat soup when it's 110. I, I love soup, so I'm not a temperature person when it comes to soup. There you go. Now, Danette, do we have any hands raised as we... As we Finish layering the salad with the iceberg and no. the romaine. Okay. 
All right, so I think we have all the salad or all the lettuce part done. Okay, and then I'm going to take the rest of the celery and I'm going to sprinkle those all over. Oh, I didn't do a good job on the half, did I? <laughs> We're going to have a lot of celery on top, folks. Just, just, we'll just fluff it around. Well, yes, fluffing is good in this kitchen. And then, um, then I'm going to add the rest of the green onions. And like I said, Jennifer really did a nice job in helping teaching me how to do a fine mince, which I really appreciate because sometimes when you have a salad like this, when it sits in your refrigerator, the onions will take over. And, you know, that's not always a good thing to take over, you know? All right. So this, we put it in a large bowl. Um, this is a nice, heavy uh, ceramic bowl. And I chose that because once I take my portion out and maybe uh, I think I have to feed Greg tonight. I'm not sure because I think he likes the salad. Um, I will then put plastic wrap on top of the salad itself, kind of press it down. And then I'll do another layer on top and that'll keep it from doing a wilt job on me so quickly. So the salad part is made. So now we're going to go into the salad dressing. So if anybody has any raised hands, we will take those before we start the salad dressing. No, no raised hands. Okay, perfect. Okay, so when you're making homemade salad dressing, the best thing that you can have is a container with a lid. Now, um, mason jars are your best friend for this. Yes. Um, tonight, um, because recently I moved and a lot of my mason jars got tossed, <laughs> <laughs> we are going to use a plastic container with a screw on lid, which um, it works just as good. Um, personal preference is glass. Um, so, you know, just kind of, you know, stick with us on that. Okay. <coughs> All right. So I have my container and it's, a, it's, uh, it's round and it's about, I'd say what, three and a half inches tall. I think so. Yeah. But, but again, we've doubled the salad dressing um, part of it because, like I said, I'm going to make much more salad later. So I, we have prepped everything. And to me, prepping is the most important thing about cooking. Getting yourself laid out and having it lined up for me is the best way for me to cook, especially since I lost my sight. Even before I lost my sight, I was a big prepper. In fact, there's a French word for that, mise en place, I believe that, did I say you right? got me on that one. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's it's called prepping. So it's it's actually you know it's a it's a French term that, um, you know, makes you sound like you know what you're doing. I guess. And actually, Greg just bought me eight little containers, glass containers with lids, um, for me to prep because we are. Um, I'm his sous chef now, so he bought me the little containers, so I have everything all ready to go. So Carrie's going to start off with a half a teaspoon of salt, um, doubled. So she's actually putting in uh, double. So I'm just going to tell you the normal ingredients instead of the doubled amount. Okay. And then just a dash of pepper. Yep. And then a fourth a cup of salad oil. And we actually use are using canola. This is where you can be, you can have a lot of fun. If you have avocado oil or if you have walnut oil, you can really, you know, uh, change the flavor of this and have a lot of fun mm -hmm. with the different oils. Oh, sorry, Greg. Okay. And then we're going to use um, a tablespoon chopped parsley. And that actually was fresh, but we're going to go ahead and use um, the dried parsley. 
Okay. And then um, two tablespoons of sugar. Now, okay, y'all, that sounds like a lot, but it really does not because when you hear the next ingredient, it balances it out. And then two tablespoons of vinegar. Yes. Carrie, did we do double all that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So now on the vinegar, again, you can use basic white vinegar, or if you want to go the red wine vinegar, you you know, you can play with that and enjoy whatever kind of vinegar you enjoy. I'll take that for you. Okay. So I have it all in the in the container. I'm gonna screw the lid on. Jennifer, it goes everywhere. You know what we're doing tonight. I was gonna say, screw it tighter. <laughs> Maybe just take it side to side. She's scaring me. All right. So we're just going to shake this up. Oh, and this is where I'm curious. If you wanted to add some um, heat to it, you could put in some chili, red chili peppers or Tabasco sauce. Just a dash of Tabasco sauce. Like I said, that just changes it a little bit, but you can play with it whatever you like. Yes. I will say after all the garlic ate last week, I probably need to ease up on the stomach and not be the heat anymore. So all right, so and just a few big shakes is really all you need. Right, and then while we're waiting for the tomato um, soup, I like to put mine, personally, I just like mine in the refrigerator. So that's up to you if you want it chilled a little bit. Yeah, let's chill or, it down. Okay. okay. And this salad makes four to six servings. And believe it or not, we are done with the salad. Um, and then at that point, if you're gonna serve it right away, then go ahead and add the almonds and the mandarin oranges and the dressing. That right. is, like I said, if you're going to serve it. And, you know, when Carrie was saying I brought it to a pool party one time, I had my dressing in a um, mason jar. Uh -huh. And then I had the little mandarin oranges in a baggie yep. and the same thing with the almonds. So then when I got to the pool party, um, that's when we opened everything up and mixed it. Yes. And, you know, the mandarin oranges do get a little um, soggy with that salad dressing. So if you try to mix it all together and then take it to a party, it doesn't seem to hold up as well. So this is better if you, you know, kind of do it, you know, like a few minutes before serving time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, on this recipe that I have, this was actually like from one of those church recipes when everybody, you know, sends it in. And this person's tip, I, I actually is the first time out of, I think over 20 years that I read her, read her tip. And her tip is, to freshen wilted salad greens, douse them quickly in hot water, then in ice water, to which a little vinegar has been added. Oh. I never, ever would have put it in hot water. I would have never guessed hot water either. No. Courtney, have you ever done lettuce in hot water? I have not. There you go. But that was her tip. I can't say if it's true or not, but mm. <laughs> that's what she said. So... Um, right now, I have my hand actually inside the skillet with the almonds. They've cooled down. You can actually do it to touch. And so what I'm doing is I'm just kind of grabbing it and running it through my fingers to get all the clumpies out of the way. Because, you know, with the sugars, it has a tendency to hug each other. And this is one time when hugging is just not a good thing. It's almost like a COVID-19. Don't hug. Okay. So I think I have those pretty well separated out. I think so. Yep. And then um, while we're waiting for the soup, we talked a little bit about like what you liked on the side, um, but we didn't mention like what we might like on top. Now, LaMadeline's, like I said, this is from LaMadeline's. They do not put anything on top of theirs, but um, 
I thought of a few ideas, but before I tell you mine, I thought if anybody wanted to tell me what they like on top of their tomato soup. So, Danette, do we have any raised hands? Calandra, you're first. You can unmute. Yes. Um, I told y'all what I like with my soup, but I would love uh, like uh, croutons or something on top of it or bacon fish or something that would be good. Yeah, you can. Some people put cheese on it, but cheese and tomato soup, bleh. But <laughs> I wouldn't mind having croutons or even cracker crumbs or bread crumbs or something on top of it. That's good. That sounds really good, Calandra. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Tori, you're next. Hello again. Um, like with the sides, we tend to not bother over here. Occasionally, people might add croutons, but as a general rule, we just have the soup with the bread. Um, I like the idea of adding stuff on top, though. Make a bit more exciting. Well, you know, Tori, I'll just share with you. I do like fresh Parmesan cheese. Not a whole lot, just a, like a little sprinkle on top of this tomato mm -hmm. soup. And it that little saltiness really comes out um, in the soup. So that's a, you know, something for you to try over there. I went to a, a little tiny, really cute little cafe in a small town, and they actually put some pesto on top of theirs. <sighs> no way. Oh, or fresh basil, or even a little bit of sour cream. Or depending on if you like it a little tart, you could put a squeeze of lemon in it. That's interesting. Good ideas. But I like the pesto because I love basil. Well, yeah, you're a basil girl. All right, Tori, thank you so much. Danette, do we have any other hands? No. Okay, so now, Jennifer, you were telling me that you and Greg watched Bobby Flay the other day. Yes. And he gave you a tip because we use a lot of canned ingredients. And so sometimes when you do that, you get a metallic taste. Yep. Sometimes, not all the time, but you, you kind of have that little back flavor. Yes. Now, how, what was his tip on getting rid of that? Greg, you want to tell him? Fresh herbs, <laughs> lots of fresh herbs. So like with this one, we would have used the fresh um, basil and pureed it from yeah. metallic flavor to get rid of that. That's what he said. I, I just wonder what it is about fresh herbs that just takes that metallic taste out. That's kind of interesting. I'll have to play with that yep. one. Definitely. Okay. So um, let's see how much time we have left on Echo. No, Greg has it. Oh, Greg has it. 34. Oh, sorry. Okay. Okay. So we have four minutes. Okay. So. But I won't actually do it. Okay. Um, once your 30 minutes is up, like I said, at this point, if you have your puree basil or your dried basil, you can go ahead and add that. Okay. And then after you do that, now this is where you have, you can really play with it. You can use a heavy cream. You can use half and half or evaporated milk. Um, and I was sure you could even use like a 1% milk, but I would not do that. <laughs> I'm actually just going to step down from the heavy cream and just use a half and half. If we're going to put a stick of butter in here, we yeah. are not going to go 1% milk, yeah. Jennifer. I'm sorry. I have to I put my foot that. down. I know that I would not do it either. Now, just 
this is another tip. And I learned this grocery shopping with Jennifer the other day on milk. I was so shocked because I needed regular milk. And so I, I said to her, I said, oh, well, let's just grab milk while we're here. And she said, Carrie, why are you buying regular milk? And I said, because that's what we do. And she said, no. She goes, look at this. She showed me organic milk. And I said to Jennifer, I don't have that kind of budget. And she said, well, she said, here we go. She goes, let me show you a trick. So I'll kind of let Jennifer tell you what her trick was. So if you look at the expiration date of any regular milk, like if you're at the store and you're buying it, usually it's a week to maybe a week and a half out. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Seven to 10 days. So when we were at the store, I said, Carrie, check out the date on this organic milk. And that milk did not, let me see, I'm going to actually open a refrigerator and see when, when it expires. Now, with her being, you know, the only one here drinking it, this is going to actually last until May 15th. And we bought oh, this wow. two weeks ago. Yeah. So instead of throwing out a half a gallon of milk, which I'm notorious for, and I apologize to all the milk drinkers, I did that. So I'm actually saving money by buying the organic milk and keeping it for five to six weeks. So I, I was blown away with that tip. I was just, you know, and we have to give credit where credit is due. Actually, Jennifer's son taught us that, or taught her that trick and yep. she passed it on to me, period. You know, but again, that's the whole excitement of doing a call like this. You can share these kind of tips and tricks with each other to help each other out. So, okay, now it sounds like the... I've turned it up because, like I said, we... We're still going to be a learning experience because we did use the petite um, tomatoes. Mm -hmm. They're not breaking down like the whole tomatoes would have. Okay. So at this point, Jen, we actually have some choices. We can either have a chunky tomato soup mm -hmm. or I have a immersed blender and we can actually put that blender in a hot pot mm -hmm. and um, puree it down if we want to go that route. It's up to you. Because I know you, you're not a fan of tomatoes, but loves tomato soup. Right. So I'll let you make that decision because it is pretty chunky right now. Oh. And like I said, if, if it might, is my error with, you know, because I use the petite versus the whole, and maybe if somebody could tell me if that makes a difference when it breaks down the tomato. I thought, like you said, if we use the petite. It would break down faster. Right. I don't know. Okay. Tori has her hand up. Oh, sorry. Tori? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the different types of tomatoes will break down at different speeds. So it is potentially because of the type of tomato. Oh, okay. Great. Okay. Now um, I'm going to go ahead and choose to do the immerse blender. But before I do that, Courtney, do you kind of... Do you want to talk about what you're looking at doing next week? I am looking at um, doing some spring salads. So some pasta salads, maybe some like pea salads. Just haven't really decided on any one particular thing yet, but it's going to be salad based. Awesome. And so, and then uh, Carrie will be here on the 10th with a recipe. And we will be off on the 17th of April for Easter. We want you to spend that time enjoying your family and um, what the Easter Bunny brought you and all the good chocolate that you get. So we will not have a show or a call on April the 17th. 
That's a good reminder, Courtney, because I've already forgot. <laughs> now, if you want to show up on the 17th, Carrie, that is fine, but I'll probably mm-hmm. do <laughs> Okay, so now, if anybody under- has never used an immersed blender, it is a long handle with a single blade at the bottom that has little holes on the side to, uh, to help aerate the food or whatever you're pureeing through it. And this is stainless steel. Um, I use Cuisinart, it's my favorite brand in the whole world. And it's very simple to use. You just stick it straight into the pot, making sure you don't put the cord on the, um, I was gonna say, this apartment is just way too new. And it has a single button and you can feel the button and you'll just hear it blend. Is your soup hot still at this time? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so here we go. What do we think? Does that smooth enough? No, not for you. <laughs> there we go. I think that's going to be good for now because if I get it too much, then I'll be mad at myself. Okay. Okay, so we're going to take the immersed blender out and we'll put it in the sink so that way we can get it cleaned up here later. Okay, so since the soup is now pureed mm-hmm. and, up to, up, and it's still hot, we are going to add the basil. The basil. We're going to go ahead. I, we did one tablespoon. Okay, that's right here. Okay, there's my basil. Cool. And then well, you said we're going to do the half and half, one cup of half and half. Okay, now I am a very particular. I use liquid measuring for liquids and I use dry for dry. Um, to me, it just gives a more accurate read until you are familiar with the recipe. And then the best part of it <laughs> is one stick of butter and it's unsalted. Okay, so now we're going to stir this up until that butter melts, right, Jim? Yeah, I got you. Oh, I see. Stir there. And then if you are a salt and pepper person, go ahead and add your salt and pepper. You can add um, one teaspoon of salt and a fourth teaspoon of pepper or none if you didn't want that, however you wanted. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and do a couple of crunks with the the peppercorns because I do like a little pepper in mine. Salt, salt is not really big on my, my agenda, but hey, he each is his own on this. Okay. All right. So, Jen? Yep. Oh, you want to turn that water off real quick? Okay. Sorry. All right. So, we are now all set up. We can, I think um, we're going to sit down and have some dinner real quick. And if anybody has any raised hands, we'll be more than happy to take them. Landry, you can, <coughs> excuse me. Landry, you can unmute. <laughs> I think Brad Yeah, it's, this is a special tip. I don't know if anybody has uh, thought of this or not, but uh, my mom often taught me this, and this is where I take that body. It'll be quicker if once you cook, or you begin cooking or 
that you clean as you go because if you clean um clean up as you go then you won't have a lot to clean and you won't have a lot of dishes to wash very good point calendra i mean um a clean kitchen is a happy kitchen in my world and yes. you know i i do enjoy you know um the food as soon as it's done and i don't want to do a lot of cleanup so i want to eat as soon as it's all ready one thing with this yeah. recipe is it's all in a bowl and a pot yes uh -huh. and it's best to clean as you go because you would have a less less uh, utensils and everything to work with and that way you can just put away all the food and everything there you go well thank you calendra for those tips i really appreciate thank that thank you uh -huh. Joanne, you can unmute. Hello, Joanne. Joanne, you're muted. Okay, there, you go. there we yeah, go. There you go. <laughs> okay, somebody once told me, and I just never had heard it before, when you take your dried herbs, that you should put them between, you know, in the palm of your hand and kind of squish them around so you activate the oils that have is, you ever that heard is, that yes i've heard that a lot um um it's yeah this also you yeah, know there's it's called blooming and so if you do it in your palm and you do it between your fingers you're blooming it finger wise if you want a more intense flavor you take a dry skillet put your dry um spices or herbs in there and just heat it up for just oh two or three minutes and it'll bloom that flavor and it'll create those oils that come out of those dry ingredients and it really oh. does intensify it it really does joe okay all right i had never ever heard that before and it made sense but yet now you put it in a, in a little frying pan that's clever that's very clever. Okay. That's yeah. Okay. I love that method. I, I use that a lot on chili. I, I put my chili powder in a dry skillet and then put when I'm ready to add it, then I add it to the actual chili and it intensifies the flavor. Okay. That's good. And I've never made tomato soup. I'm not a tomato soup fan. So, but Rick is. So I would attempt to make that for him. Well, I think we should make it for Rick. Good old Rick, man. He, you think he so? A break. He, he deserves <clears throat> a break. Cut me a break. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, okay. Thank you. Thanks, Joanne. Jeanette, do we have any other hands? Linda has her hand up. Linda, you can unmute. Hi, Linda. Hi. Um, I've made the soup before, and it's very good. But a trick that I a trick that I like to do when I am putting soup, I usually put it in a cup or a mug. But uh -huh. I will use a measuring cup to dip the soup out. But I will use a canning jar funnel and put it in my cup. That way, I don't spill any of the soup, you know, around the outside of my cup, and mm -hmm. it works pretty good. Oh wow, Linda, that is awesome idea. I mean, you know you know dealing with blindness and heat and hot liquids you know safety is number one and that is a really great idea with the fun i love it yeah. thank you 
All right, Danette, how are we doing on time? 4.47. Okay. And no oh. more hands. And no more hands. So Courtney, do you have any, any tips or tricks on soups or salads oh. that you? There goes a hand. We'll, we'll get to that hand we'll in take, just we'll a moment. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll take that hand and then important. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um, one thing I was oh, going to yeah. say: if you do not have an immersion blender, you can always um, ladle your soup in into a regular blender or even your food processor. But when you do that, make sure that you leave. Um, like in most blenders, they'll have a little cap at the top that you can take off off the lid and just leave that uncovered um or leave the lid off or the little top off and cover your blender with like a kitchen towel i speak from experience um didn't know this but if you put a hot liquid in the blender and put the full lid on there the heat is building up pressure in there and it will blow the lid off and blow soup everywhere and it will burn oh wow so that's, just that's a, a great tip yeah, just a little tip there. So if you do not have an immersion blender, then you can use just your regular blender. Um, but I think immersion blenders are like maybe 10 bucks at Walmart. So yeah. you, it's you a good go tool to have. Ranges. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just yeah. say I learned the hard way? <laughs> uh, yes, I did. I did. No, um, I, no, I learned the hard way. So you and Jennifer are in the same school. <laughs> yes. Mm. <laughs> okay. Um, and um, yeah, and, and not putting the dressing on the salad, that's, that's one thing I can't stand is soggy lettuce. It's just, it's just a weird texture for me. So uh, yeah, just leave your, your dressing off until you're ready to serve. All right. Who's our next raised hand, Danette? Diana, you can unmute. Hi, Diana. Hello. I wanted to thank the person for the uh, tip about the canning funnel. If you drink, if you eat your soup out of a mug, I do that. And I'm so tired of trying to be so darn careful trying to get it in there. So that will definitely help. Um, and then also the about the spices. Yeah, I always even with my dry spices, I just like crush them up in my hand really good before I add them to anything. And then just a plea a plea to Courtney, <laughs> mm, okay. please let one of the salads be a pea salad because I absolutely love pea salad and I have no idea how to make it except what I get from restaurants, which very few restaurants even have pea salad. So mm, um, that was one of them I was going to make. So it will awesome. definitely be a pea salad then. Awesome. Okay. Thank you all. Mm -hmm. Any play wants to taste test. Okay. So we're, Greg's going to get grab a tasting spoon and he's going to taste it real quick and then we'll give him a bowl of soup to see if it's to, to flavor. Yeah. Make sure you take that taste out of his bowl. Yeah. Yeah. And he does not like tomatoes. I hate tomatoes. <laughs> oh God, that's good. <laughs> okay, well, I, I think Greg has earned his keep to stay for dinner tonight real quick. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. Can you imagine how good it would be if he liked tomatoes? <laughs> I, I think we're going to convert him. I mean, no. this, we, this is between us and Greg's not listening. He's actually tried a lot of new foods in the last year. We're so proud of him. Sour cream. Sour cream. <laughs> mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. All right. So um, any other raised hands? Yes. Linda, you can unmute. Hey, Linda. Hey, I was I have a question about the immersion blender. 
Um, when you use it, do you keep it at an angle or do you put it flat on the bottom of the pot? That is a genius thing that you could put those immersed blenders directly straight down on the pot. If you turn it, angle it, you might get soup all over your kitchen, if you know what I mean. Because the air pockets on the side where the blade, where that protects the blade, there's little air pockets there, little openings, and they will spew out as you blend. So keep it flat on that pot. Okay, great. Good to know. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Oh, no problem. Calandra, you're next. Yes, um, I was going to say that um, if I were to eat tomato soup or something like that, um, some people like to drink it in a mug and just, you know, drink it straight and have crackers or breadcrumbs with it. But um, you might want to put something, if you're planning on spooning it out, uh, you might want to put a plate or something like that so you won't waste it all over the counter unless you're experienced with it. Or you can poke a hole in a jar or something like that, just pour it in the mug. Well, but of course, you want to heat it up. Exactly, exactly, girl. I, I hear you. Those are some great ideas. We have to, we'll have to play around with those. Yeah. Well, thank you, Calandra. Um, Danette, do we have any other hands? No, and it's 53. Thank you. All right. Courtney, do you have any last minute um, tips or tricks that you want to share? Uh, not at this time. Um, well, go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say, well, we're, we're going to sit down and eat. So um, uh, I think we're, we're, we can wrap this up unless there's any other questions or raised hands. All right. Not yet. Okay. Nope. Well, Carrie and Jennifer and uh, sous chef Greg back there. Thank <laughs> you so much for joining us again this week. Oh, we would love to have you back anytime you are wanting to come back. And Carrie, you have to come back on the 10th. So, Danette, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, thank you so much for yeah. taking Sunday afternoon to host for us. And Jeff Bishop, thank you so much for taking time out of your Sunday afternoon as well to stream for us on ACB Media 5. We really do appreciate that. And to our participants, thank you all so much for joining us tonight, because without you, we would not have this call. We will be back next Sunday night at the same time, making some pasta salads and a pea salad per request. So we will see you then, and I will get the list of ingredients out later this week. And these recipes hopefully will be in your mailbox either tomorrow or Tuesday. So if you are not subscribed to our email list, please go ahead and do that. Send a blank email to ACB Cooks plus sign subscribe at groups.io. And if you have a question for Carrie or myself, you can send us an email to acbcooks at gmail.com. We look forward to seeing you back here next week and y'all have a great Sunday evening.